Welcome to Pros and Cons, a show about a variety of topics. I'm Jack. And I'm Kev. Let's talk about Google. Endless possibilities. I feel like that's the slogan for something else, but let's use it for Google today. Or like the KG, anything is possible. Anything. Everyone knows what Google is. Lucky to be part of the generation that grew up with it. Google is a term now. You don't know something, you Google it. Mm -hmm. It's our dictionary it's our thesaurus it's our calculator it's our translator it's anything yeah i mean we grew up with that also mainly on computers first when we were really young and then smartphones became a thing more late 2000s and we were kind of ushered into that slowly but having that same search engine in your pocket also made a big difference because you could literally look up anything anytime like oh who is that actor in blah 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 boom there you go anything and i mean just to be clear there are other search engines there are other quote-unquote googles but they don't matter they don't matter i don't even know what the other ones are bing mm-hmm. i know there's some like private ones like DuckDuckGo and other stuff too that's crazy i didn't even know about that <laughs> ask jeeves yeah yeah throwback that- <laughs> technically like yahoo and aol everyone had their own mm-hmm. at a point or still but Google is obviously the powerhouse. They've expanded to many things. We're going to get into that. Yeah, and the search was definitely the first thing that kicked it all off and what we knew them for for a long time. And that logo with the different color letters, also the Google Doodles were a thing, which real quick, I'll pro those for sure. Just like a fun way to give life to an otherwise just static page for searching and also feature different artists' work and different people who they're celebrating or events or whatnot, or places, etc. Yeah, uh, everything you said, I pro. To connect that all to the name and everything that surrounds the logo, I pro it. It's one of the iconic logos of our time, at least. Uh, we kind of talked about some, you know, Apple, Nike, all that stuff. Then Google's up there. The color scheme, we all know. Like You don't even have to have the words google you could just put any word with those colors and i'd be like oh google so when you see a company do that or you know whatever it is a brand just know they're super successful it's just ingrained in our brains like that Mm -hmm. yeah and even i know they've updated in recent years to the more kind of modern sans serif font and stuff but i think i'll always picture the logo with that serif more traditional google logo yeah that is true I guess it's more just how we first got introduced to it. Yeah. But I'm also, I will say, like, I'm a fan of when they just use, like, the shortened version or if it's even just the G with, like, the multiple colors that we just mentioned, like, the red, the yellow, all in one, like, in all parts of the letters, anything like that. Again, it's even, I guess, more impressive that they are able to do that with different, again, fonts or, like, different letters, different designs, and they all translate to the same thing. Like, we know what it is. All right, so beyond the search, which is kind of the main thing we've been talking about so far, as you mentioned, they have a ton of other products and apps and features and et cetera. So let's just kind of go through them real quick and we can pro and con each. So first up, let's go with Gmail. Probably the second most popular, would you say? Mostly everyone around me uses. Uh, It's what I use for multiple purposes, multiple emails. 
super successful of how simple it is. It's become like the standard of email, which is how you win these wars. I feel like at a point it was, what was it, like MSN or Hotmail, like early 2000s? Or AOL. AOL for the youngins, you know, <laughs> for sure. Or they were probably, yeah, like the, the startup, but MSN became like the grown-up thing or like the, the Hotmail. And then it just switched over to Google. And now I feel like it's what everyone uses. And I'm not a user of the app. I have like an iPhone. I still use the like the Apple native app. Yeah, uh, Apple the, Mail. The email app. Yeah, same. But I know a lot of people do like to use the actual Gmail app. Mm -hmm. I can't give that a grade myself. Have you ever used it? So the app I've never used. I also prefer the Apple Mail. But for work stuff, for Gmail accounts I have through there, I open those in browser because it would just make it complicated to mix in all the different personal emails I have with the work stuff. So those I only open in the browser. So I am familiar with gmail's interface on the web and i feel like it runs pretty well don't really have major complaints or anything i would probably give it like a neutral or a light pro and yeah gmail overall definitely i feel like is the standard the most common one you hear and i have several set up it's also free and even leads us into another one with google drive and google docs which you get automatically with making a Gmail account. You have that access, you have it set up, your free 15 gigs or whatnot. You know, you were mentioning Apple. In a similar way, Google just starts to integrate all their different systems within that. So Google Meet, which I think used to be Google Hangout, is like their version of Zoom or whatnot, and sometimes use that for work, which is, I would say, a con in general compared to other video hosting platforms, I think. Like, it's fine, but not my favorite of those, or at least the interface and stuff. And then you also have, like, Google Calendar you can sync up and stuff, which that I'd probably give a pro, like, it's fine. But I think Google Drive and Google Docs are really the best integration they have with Gmail because it's just so simple, so easy to use, and to share like documents and work on it in real time with someone. It's like a modern day for however many years now version of Microsoft Word, but just in a much more collaborative and easier to use way. So definitely Google Docs is the biggest pro, I think. Google Drive for sure was like a big thing for me throughout college days, just having a Mac or whatever, not having Microsoft Word, not having whatever, not liking pages that much, just go through Drive. It's there. You can have it like through the cloud on your phone. It's like mm -hmm. easy to correct, always have access to it no matter where you go, your computer, your friend's computer you can share it through there. Like you said, you can collab, like I could have you look at my paper or whatever it is that I'm trying to show you. So that was pretty dope. A lot of times you had to pay for Microsoft Word or whatever it is that you're trying to use or buy especially if you have a Mac. So that was a big plus. I give that a pro. When it comes to like me, I never have used it. But you said that was like what Google Hangouts was. The Hangout was, right? Which yeah. I think I did once or twice, maybe even with you and like other friends and stuff. Yeah, I know we like did it for up. Ludique before. Yeah, which is sometime around the same time as like Skype or maybe mm -hmm. after. 
but it was one of those things where we're, I feel like I only did once or twice or I don't know, you know, just like a handful of times. It was whatever. Obviously not a staple. I don't feel like everyone would even know what it is. I don't know. I'm like neutral on it. You have the access to it, which is one of the good things that Google does, even if you don't use it or even know it's there. It is there one day. Maybe you'll find it and use it. And Google Calendar, I don't purposely like use it. However, my Google account is on my phone. And anytime a date pops up or, for example, like I bought a flight the other day mm -hmm. and it automatically pushes it there and it gives you reminders or gives you notifications on whether you want it to be reminded or not. That shit is like clutch as hell. It's almost like you have a little calendar personal assistant mm -hmm. without having to work too hard. It's there. You know, the intrusive Google way, the big brother always watching, <laughs> knowing your every move. I know there also used to be Gchat as like a instant messenger type thing within Gmail too. I never really used it, but I know some people were bummed when that got canceled out. I think they do still have some kind of chat thing, but not the same as before. I don't know all the logistics, but just to throw in there. Obviously, we talked about the search, which I grew up using. Drive got me through school, but the thing, other than the Gmail, obviously, I used the most it's probably Google Photos. Mm. Google Photos, to me, at least how I use it, is uh, almost like as a storage for photos. If you don't know what it is, it's an app within the Google services. You could download it and you can give it access for it to kind of like put your photos on a cloud. And I love how it works. Everything uploads. I have it synced up with my phone only. You can put it to your computer, anything else that you have. But it loads up and organizes everything by date, locations. So things for me are super easy to find. I started this like, I don't know, probably even like Instagram mm -hmm. was cool. And we were taking a bunch of photos and it was a way for me to like put photos somewhere before I like switched iPhones real quick or did anything. And it was easily accessible on my computer because, again, you can find everything we're talking about pretty much on the web browser, too. Everything is like in this one space. Yeah, I just like how it organizes it, how easy it is to find things. Uh, it was one of the first places where I started using like the faces feature, which now Apple has integrated into their phones, which is like if I take photos of Jack, it'll make a folder with Jack's face. <laughs> and right. I could just click it and find anything easy that has to do with Jack. I like that aspect of it because... Especially us when we're talking about anything, we talk about many things like, yo, you remember this? I can literally go to, I don't know, let's say we're talking about our friend Joan, you know, like we go to Joan's face <laughs> and go to where we're playing basketball or whatever, find that super fast. So I love that aspect of it. And just easy to track. Uh, again, for me, used to like try to upload everything or like offload everything onto a hard drive or, you know, whatever I had, a memory card, but at least when it came to iPhone, I know I didn't need like the highest quality of iPhone photos for certain things. And like, it's better to just like offload them somewhere, have them somewhere, especially me, a person that was changing iPhones like every year because I have either I was getting the new iPhone. Now I have like the iPhone program or whatever. So I switch it whenever it just makes it easy for me. Everything is there. I it's cool. Like it, it did a lot of good things. It has a lot of potential and it still does and it still works well might be my biggest pro out of their services and 
apps within Google. Solid pro for me. Yeah, I know you've been using Google Photos for a while now, and I do remember trying it before, but for some reason or whatever, it didn't stick at those points. But I do feel like maybe I should relook at it again because, kind of like you mentioned with the external hard drives and stuff, I usually back up to there separately. But I've also been thinking I should really have like a cloud one separately too for all my stuff of like photos and whatnot. Even for like my film photos too, and is there any limits or pay stuff for Google Photos? I forget. Yeah, this like the one con of why、well, I don't want to go like the biggest pro. I think I said major pro, but then I switched it back to like a solid, and it is that it does cap you out with those free fifteen gigs that right, you have. Right. Yeah, yeah, I think that might have been part of why. Yeah, so it does give you an option of like saving a highest quality photo with all the info, blah blah blah. You know, almost like saving a raw file or whatever the biggest file is on your phone or whatever you're using, or like this really high res, still over three or two K, whatever it is, resolution, and it'll literally take like eighty percent less space than the regular photo would. So you could save a ton of photos without. Killing that space, like I used it, I want to say for, I don't even know, like five or six years, without it filling up. I've been using it for so long, probably since it started, that、uh, you can upload as many photos as you wanted. There was like an unlimited amount. I think starting last year or two years ago, when they made it that、uh, you use those 15 gigs they give you to store your photos. So ever since I have become a paying member、mm-hmm. <laughs> to get more cloud space for Google, it's how they make their money. I knew that was gonna happen. Even when I got it, I don't even know. I'm gonna say seven years ago, eight years ago, there was always rumors that like, oh, Google, they're just gonna make you pay for these one day or whatever, or you know, for the cloud storage. And yeah, eventually it happened.、Um, right now I'm paying for the 100 gigs, and I have like only 20 of the 100 gigs used, but I have. Literally, all my photos from when was like Instagram first thing like twenty twelve thirteen something like that. Yeah, so from like twenty twelve up to like now are there. Like I could literally go back and see us wearing like Vans and like SBs <laughs> and like whatever we were wearing back then. You know, still rocking the Vans sometimes. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I still do too. But. <laughs>、uh, Yeah, like that's why I like it. At least for me, I've been using it for so long that it's one of those things where it's like it's gonna be hard for me to stop using it. Like they got me, I'm hooked already, you know.、Mm-hmm. However, it it is good just because you said like you might have your let's say your 2012, 2014 photo albums like on a hard drive, but let's say you go on vacation to auntie's house, you might not have that hard drive with you, or if you have Google Photos, it's there. It's just like that. Yeah, that's true. Or also, even I've had issues with the external hard drives as well, where they can lag out or have you know just physical hardware problems. So something about the cloud is good in that way as well. But yeah, I think the limitation was probably part of it before, and also with like Google Drive or Google Docs, if you want more space, you can either like me, I have multiple Google accounts or Gmail accounts, so. I can kind of put different stuff in different ones, but with photos, like you were saying, you really want those more in one place to look through them all and search through them all at once. So, 
it's like an area where you do want to just pay the extra so it's all centralized and together. And so Google Photos is something you've been using for a while. For me, another one that I've used often over the years is Google Maps. Was never really into the Apple Maps one. Maybe it's gotten better, but at least at the time when I was starting to use it more, Google was more reliable and just have been used to their interface, so I've been using it since. And I would pro it overall like once in a while it won't be perfect, but I found that for the most part it's pretty good. You're an Apple Maps person? Yeah, I'm a, I'm a big fan of the Apple Maps. However, I was a big user of Google Maps before then. I mean, Apple didn't have a Maps for a while, then they did and it was kind of ass, so I was still using Google Maps and then they got a little better. And for me, I became like a for sure Apple Maps user once we moved to California because I got like a car and I just like the interface. Like I just like how it looks to drive and use the GPS on the Apple Maps. And it's even gotten better now. Now it's like at its best state, obviously. But I feel like there is no Apple Maps without Google Maps. So yeah, I'm going to still go with like a solid pro on the maps. It is like that OG, the one I think it still looks the best. It still has the best satellite. Still has the best live view. Still has the perfect street view. Shout out to Google for putting in the amount of work they do. Mm -hmm. I'm pretty sure you still see the cars riding around or maybe you used to see them back in the day. But I am a Apple Maps guy, but Google Maps is still up there. I respect it. Yeah, and even in terms of the street view stuff and like Google Earth when that was more of a thing, just going around to random places around the world and dropping yourself in the street and just being able to maneuver around like that's such a cool feature to have and from you know wherever you are you can just kind of see what it's like at any place in the world I remember doing that even when we were in school and stuff but it's still a thing and still even just gotten better in terms of the cameras capturing everything and how you can move around and all that hell yeah it's pretty dope there's also like a bunch of shit you could do there's like games you could play or like I forget I've seen somewhere you go to like some website and it'll take you to like a a random city and around the world and you have to try to guess where it is and all that. It's pretty fun. Is that GeoGuessr or is that something else? It might be. I don't remember, but it's something like that. And obviously like the closer you are, like you're kind of rewarded or it's like, "Oh yeah, you're in this percentage that got it." And there's also like a bunch of cool shit that it captures like you were mentioning. It's literally cars rolling around streets, so you'll see like a bunch of funny stuff. I remember actually going through or like going to like the places where like family lives and stuff and like you actually see some of them. Like I think there was one. I know they updated, but there was a point where like you would go to like a certain street by my auntie's house and she was outside with friends like <laughs> drinking beer and shit, which is funny as fuck. So that's kind of cool just the shit you could do with Google Maps. I'm a golfer now. I think I've mentioned before like I like to golf and I use apps that use like the satellites or the maps, Google Maps, like you'll bring up satellites to see the hole or the course or like the yardage. If you don't have like a, a range finder to see how far you are and it uses like the satellites and you could get like a bird's eye view of what you're playing and in the corner it'd be like powered by Google. Damn, like Google Maps. that's crazy. So it's like Google low key out here making your boys golf game better. So <laughs> shout out to Google. One somewhat more recent one 
that I started to use sometimes now is Google Flights, which basically it's just a search database where you can look up prices across different airlines from, you know, wherever you're trying to go at whatever time and whatnot. And just like a pretty clean interface that I found to be good. I don't know if it's the best one. I should probably check if they're the ones giving you the best deals, but I have used it for just like light research before and stuff and sometimes even buying tickets. No complaints. It's kind of like just a good example of a small service that Google decides to take on and boom, there it is. And it's kind of more on its own, but it also makes me think of like all the small integrations that Google brings into the search engine in terms of like, let's say you look up a baseball score, or you look up like a calculator thing, it'll pop up as like a little window of itself within that, or even like movie showtimes, like stuff like that. There's all sorts of things where they've built in these little tools and custom integrations within the browser when you search. I've never really used Google Flights. However, I know people that do, and supposedly it's pretty good. It is like simple and it kind of just works like a search engine for flights. In a way, what like things uh, like Expedia and the right. other ones Kayak does, uh, but this one in the Google way. But I can't really grade it. I've never used it myself, but I'll take your word on it. But I do agree about like when you search things, Google has done like a really good job of simplifying those little searches. Like I often do sometimes at work. I don't have my phone on me, but we have like iPad and stuff. And I just grab it and just write like MOB scores right. just because I want to see the Yankee one. And just it shows all of them like perfectly in little boxes with details. Or sometimes even when you just look up a movie or like a, a actor or something, and it'll show you like the whole catalog and how it shows. Yeah, and you yeah. can scroll through like the the covers of the films and stuff. Love how they do that. So simple, easy, and it's familiar to us because we're used to seeing covers. And that's how we kind of know movies mm-hmm. or just seeing the titles and stuff. So. Yeah, it just works so well. To me, one of the best things that phones and Google and I guess you can pull together Google Chrome, which is like their Google web browser. You could technically have it on your iPhone, but you could use it on your computers. There was a point where I would use that, but it kind of became something you didn't need, at least when it comes to my phone or even on a computer. Now you just open whatever web browser you're using and type anything you don't even need to use dot com anymore like on the search bar and it'll usually take you to google right away yeah or if not it can set it to that as your default yeah but that's also it's not like chrome is the only reason you're going to use it is for the search stuff right again i'm not the biggest user of it i don't really know much about it it's something i don't put much attention to I do remember that people didn't quite like it much because it would like slow down your computer a lot. Again, I don't know much about it. I never used it much. I still use whatever my Mac has, Safari or some shit, and it works just fine, but it's there if you want to use it. Again, it's just Google as a web browser, so it can't be that bad. I did use Chrome for a bit and was liking it because it's like a smoother interface and stuff to me. But I had an issue at one point where it crashed and like lost a bunch of my bookmarks and settings and stuff, which was very frustrating. So I have to con it for that alone. And at that point, I made the switch to Brave, which is like a kind of more private browser and other stuff. And 
also just a better interface. It's very similar to Chrome and you can even do Chrome extensions within it, which for people who don't know are basically little plugins that you can have that you add to your browser. But I'm kind of picky about browsers because Safari on mobile, I think is fine. Like that's what I use on my iPhone, but on desktop, I really hate it and think it's slow and buggy and just not smooth and have also used Firefox and other stuff. But Chrome was decent while it lasted. Then it obviously had a bad result for me. So I'm kind of against it now, but I would say Brave is currently my favorite web browser. Interesting. I have never heard of it, but it has to be good because, I mean, I'll say this to mostly everyone that I'm sure probably doesn't know how your web browser looks, but I've seen it before and you're the type to have 20 to 35 uh, pages open. Yeah, or, for sure. You know, <laughs> bookmarks and all that shit. So you need to have a powerful web browser if you are in Jack's computer. Yeah, multiple windows, like 10 tabs on each, etc. At least 10 tabs, bro. <laughs> I've seen ones where like, it couldn't even show the first letter <laughs> of the website just because you got like 38 <laughs> open. But I think as we were like looking at pictures, some shit. So it's easy to open a lot of them. But right for me, Safari works fine because the most I have is three open when I'm <laughs> looking for sneakers or something, you know, whatever. There's also, though, other stuff with the Chrome name, like there's a the Chromebook, which is like Google's version of their computer, which I've never tried before, but. I think I've heard positive things about, at least for its own function of what it is. And then there's Chromecast, which is like a Roku type streaming stick or like a Amazon Fire Stick type thing, which I did look at at one point before I got my Roku, but it didn't seem to be the best option. I don't remember why exactly. So I don't know if I can grade those, but at least on the Chromebook, I don't think it would measure up against like a Mac, which is, you know, our preference. And then the Chromecast, I haven't used it, but I would lean towards Roku because that's what I ended up getting and I like it. But yeah, I've used a Chromebook. I forget who has one. My uncle, my cousin, someone had a Chromebook or actually one of my roommates now, I think, has one. Tori looks fine. It looks sleek, simple. Uh, again, I don't know how that actually feels or anything. I think it just uses Windows, right? Or mm-hmm. I'm not quite sure, but it's fine. Uh, I don't know. Chromecast, I have used too. I don't own any, but I think one of my uncles has. Still prefer, I think, the Amazon Fire Stick. Roku's decent. I've used Roku before, but these are all like, I guess, to your preference, whichever you have yeah, first. Yeah, for sure. But, I mean, outside of the Chrome names, uh, they do other hardware stuff the pixel phone or the google phone whatever you want to call it i've never owned one but again i have cousins or family that have had it and the pixel phone this was a couple years ago it was one of their first phones it wasn't the first one for sure but one of the first phones was actually pretty nice if i remember looked fine not quite a copy of the iphone but obviously along those lines what got me was the camera I mean, mm-hmm. the Pixel, it's in the name, like that's what they were going for, was actually like insane. First time I had seen a camera, this was now three years ago, four years ago when I saw this, what I'm talking about. And it was the first time I saw a phone camera that I was like, oh shit, the iPhone, <laughs> iPhone got to picked up the slack <laughs> right now. Like, I don't know what we're doing here, boys. 
that shit was fire like i remember like it had a night mode where the pictures looked buttery it was like i know a lot of it was like not exactly the camera it was a lot of in phone editing mm-hmm. software photo manipulation but it worked well now the iphone has caught up a bit they're kind of up to par a lot of people still say that the pixel has a better camera which again understandable because the camera is pretty good on that it is a phone literally focused on that not much on the performance the only bad part is that the phone uses the google app store the android whatever it is software which i'm not the biggest fan of i have owned android before iphone again way back in the day i know it has changed but it would be the one con that I know for sure, even without owning the phone. But at least when it comes to the camera and even just the looks of the phone, yeah, it's a, it's a pro. They killed it with that one. And it's something that I think is important because little things like that is what makes other companies have to make better phones. Because I feel like without all that shit they were doing with their camera, Apple probably wouldn't have stepped up their game as much as they had to. Because it felt like Apple was kind of like asleep for a year or two with their iPhones. Yeah, as far as the camera stuff, well, one, I definitely remember seeing some of those earlier Google Pixel photos when it really took that leap in quality and was like, damn, this is impressive. Like, usually a lot of those Android phones, the quality would just be so bad. Fucking cheap, right? <laughs> yeah. And... With the Apple ones, I feel like they've always had this process now for a while of just, you know, making subtle upgrades every year, every phone, whatnot. So I think Google was like, all right, this is a way we can get ahead because if we just take that leap now and instead of like going little by little to build up to what we have or to this certain point, let's just go for it and then kind of take the lead in that way. And they did in a way, although I still feel like Sometimes I would see the pixel images that people were actually taking and some would be good, but some would be like, yeah, this is okay. Like there's a certain look to the Apple ones also that I still prefer, but like it was never to the point of actually considering switching partially, like you said, because the Android stuff, which is for sure a con in general. And even within the Android stuff, like I think Google Play and Google Podcast was somewhat connected to that, or at least Google Play was. And Google has done a good job in terms of like getting podcasts out to people on the Android end through that. But at the same time, neither of those products was ever good or that successful or gained that much traction in comparison to like Apple, Spotify, etc. So I don't know. The Pixel phone, like it's okay for Google, but the Android association and other stuff kind of brings it down. I almost feel like I wish they had created their own interface. Like maybe that would have been even a more successful thing because they do great in designing other things, almost like a Apple-esque touch. Yeah, I feel like Google, if they were to do that, they'd find a way to super simplify, even if it's just look, which is one of the things I like about Apple. But I don't know, must be difficult that they didn't want to do it. Or maybe there's some money deal in there, but who knows? I know also in terms of voice stuff, like there's literally Google Voice, which is like a phone number thing you can set up and stuff to get free calls or make free calls or whatever. And then there's also like Google Home, which is their like Amazon Alexa stuff, which I've 
experienced before and it works fine. No complaints there, really nothing crazy. But yeah, they just have so many products, both hardware, software, etc. And then on top of that, oh yeah, they just happen to own YouTube. No big deal. Yeah, I mean, search engine got the video version of a search engine pretty much under their arms in YouTube. And it's one of those things that just makes sense. Why not put both together? Even when you're Googling something, YouTube videos were coming up anyways. Go ahead, put it under your wing. And yeah, YouTube is YouTube. Literally across the world, one of the most used websites. And yeah, it's YouTube. I'm I'm not going to talk about it much. It most likely is a future episode. Oh yeah, easily. Just YouTube itself. Because, I mean, there's a lot to unwrap with YouTube, but I'm a big YouTube user. So this is an easy major pro for me. Yeah, major pro. We've touched on YouTube before. Both definitely big fans and we'll have to go in depth another time. But I think that's also maybe under Alphabet, like the parent company too, which do you pro or con that name of Alphabet for the overall umbrella company? I don't know. It's not obvious. I like when (laughs) names fit like instantly that make perfect sense. Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah, I don't know. I'm, like, impartial to it. I'd go like Kondo. I feel like they could have done better. I like the name, but I feel like they never really use it unless it's, like, more official stuff. So I feel like it actually doesn't get the usage it maybe should for a name like that. I don't know, neutral or light pro in general. And, yeah, overall, I feel like Google is super ambitious just in terms of all the different stuff they try and... I would pro that, that they just kind of aren't afraid to do these different things and see how it plays out. And I feel like most of the time, it's at least done with good quality. And I feel like on some of the hardware stuff, like the Android things and et cetera, like we talked about, sometimes that goes towards the con side or just not as much in our interest or taste. But so many of their products are solid that can't really hate too much i'd probably give google just a solid pro even for how much they've stuck around with the search engine and everything they do a pretty good job yeah for me google can't go wrong it's one of those companies that when it was created i don't even know what was it, 80s 90s early 90s it was just bound to succeed like it was fucking amazing they've done good with it obviously they've expanded branched out into many fields and they all tend to do their job pretty well i can't really fully hate on them even if it's a bunch of the stuff i don't use the ones i do use have kind of become a thing i can't live without whether it's the searches the photos the gmail sure there might be some replacements but i don't want to replace them you know google keep expanding keep making other companies have to do better because of you stay iconic yeah major pro and yeah that wraps it up for this episode of Pros and Cons. I'm Jack. You can find me at Jack Boom Summer, Summer with an O on everything. And I'm Kev. You can find me at same old Kev pretty much everywhere. Google, sponsor the pod. You know, we'll do a little what are the pros and cons of blank campaign, you know? Yeah. Google, teach these devils. <laughs>